City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wildpeak AT3W all-terrain tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yes, good morning. So good to have your company today. Well, as the trade period came to an end, everyone's focus immediately goes to the draft. It's an exciting time for every fan base because fresh young talent comes through the door. And with that comes hope for the future. We're keen to find out a little more about this year's draft pool. So... Who, and who might be in consideration for the Crows and Port Adelaide's picks. So who better to talk to about these young stars than the AFL talent ambassador? He's been there since the start. Kevin Shifter Sheehan. Uh, good morning, Shifter. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Tom and uh, Bryce, thanks for having me. Uh, pleased to be with you guys. Look forward to what should be a fascinating next month. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um why don't we start with the first round? A lot of people already know about the Harley Reeds and the, and the Dread Walters of the first round. Um, and they're sort of they're saying that there's sort of eight to ten picks and then a little bit of a drop-off. Uh, someone who will fall inside there is a guy, a kid called Riley Sanders, who Adelaide are quite keen on. Can you tell him? Tell us about Riley Sanders? Mm, well, he's, he's one of probably two or three that's... Uh what we call uh, the best perform for the year. He's done it all. He dominated all the, the games of footy he's able to play this year. Now, that's at club level. He's a mm. Tasmanian boy that played over here in Victoria for the Sandringham Dragons and went back-to-back as a premiership player, but a dominant player in that competition. And then, of course, at national championship level, uh, he dominated for the Allies. I think at Tasmania, as we pointed out, he played for the Allies in the middle of the ground and was just a central figure uh, a bit of Horn Francis about him, not just the socks up, but just the way he played. Uh, a dominant, uh, demonstrative player that uh, really set the play up. He's got great hands, a good, a good uh, turn of foot as well, and that consistency over the last two years has been at a very high level. And so he looks a player that can step in and, and play straight away. Yeah, very exciting talent. There's no doubt about that shifter. Um, can you just give us a, a word on, on some of these Gold Coast Academy players for, for the mm. people listening that uh, aren't mm. quite sure how it works? Now, they've got access yeah. to, to about three or four of these kids who are going to go pretty yeah. high in the draft. So uh, can you tell yeah. us about them and, and how that works? Yeah, the way it works is that uh, they are part of their football academy. It's a special benefit given to the... Uh, the clubs up north in New South Wales and Queensland, those four clubs, they've got their club academies with a, a, a special ability to be able to match bids on any of the boys in their academy should another club call an aim out. Now, to match that bid, they need to use points. And the points uh, uh, come from what's called the draft value index, an index, uh, an algorithm that was created uh, based on the, the value of pick one right up to pick 73. And uh, that that value is based based on the success rate of players at that level. Um, you measure it by games played, but this was measured actually by sal- average salaries to players right across games one up to seventy three. And it's a, it's you know you can imagine the the graph mm. starts uh, uh, fairly high, and that's that's the value of the points. The points three thousand points for number one, right the way down to you know, a dozen points for choice, about 72 or 73. So they need to have enough points. So there's a chart there on it. So the clubs will know exactly. If someone bids at three, I need to assemble over 2,000 points, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so they know that coming in. Uh, and they've got at least three players that look certain first round bids. Now, Jed Walter, you mentioned, he's your, uh, he's your big uh, Charlie Kerno look alike and plays like. 
uh, curly-headed key forward that is super athletic, along with the well-known Harley Reid. He's the name that everyone knows. They're the only two boys who've gone back-to-back All-Australia in the last two years at underage level. So the star centre-half forward last year and continued on this year did Jed Walter. So he's going to be a bid very early, two or three <laughs> or four. It won't go much further than that for Jed Walter. He looks a rare beast and really will improve the Gold Coast Suns forward line for sure. They'll match that bid. Now, the next next couple of boys are a bit more interesting because they, they might slide through. You know, they might be top 10 or just in the early teens. A kid called Ethan Reed was the All-Australian Ruckman. Now, he's in, in modern terms, he might be a little bit undersized. It's just over 200 centimetres. Some of the boys there are up at 206, 208. Um, but he is, uh, well, even a potential centre-half back at that size. Kicks the ball extremely well. He's got wonderful endurance. In fact, in the, uh, in the combine, flashed over the line just over six minutes. Like, you don't see kids at 200 centimetres running um, the 2K are in six minutes. But this boy looks a special talent. Won all Australian honours as a, as a ruckman. Uh, and so he'll get a bid maybe late late uh, uh, in the in the top 10 or just into the teens. And then you've got the full of the ball. Look-alike little Toot Miller. His name's Jake Rogers. He's your, your crummer. Uh, just a ball magnet that dominated again national championships. Uh, young uh, Walter and Rogers and Rude, all in the Allies, aside, went through undefeated, dominated against the Vicks and SAWA. It's the, uh, the first time ever in seven years that the Allies have won the championship, so they're stacked full of talent. And those three boys will all get bids, we think, in the first round. But the Gold Coast are all set to be able to match those bids. Now, just outside of that is another boy, and we'll throw him in called Will Graham. Um, mm. tested magnificently, played extremely well in nationals, uh, halfback or wing or can play on the inside of the midfield. Um, I think he's a player as well. Now, it might be in the 20s or 30s, but I think there'll be a bit for him. So exciting for the game where you look from a, a, you know, a distance point of view uh, that, uh, that you could have four contenders coming out of the Gold Coast. I only dreamt of that maybe 20 years ago or before the Gold Coast Suns were formed. So that's great for the game overall. Yeah, I think that's great for the Gold Coast Suns and it doesn't look like they'll have these uh, concessions for a huge amount of time. So, Mike, hey, when the sun is shining, um, there's been a school of thought out there that the draft, inclusive of Gold Coast Academies, drops off after the first eight or ten picks a little bit. So I want you to speak to that if you think that. And also, I've done my research. Now, Adelaide's pick will come in around pick 12 after those kids. And there's a couple of guys in that range. One of them is Connor O'Sullivan and the other one is Caleb Windsor. What can you tell us about Connor O'Sullivan and Caleb Windsor? Yep, yep. Uh, I'll go straight to those boys. It's the best way. O'Sullivan, again, we're talking allies a little bit here. He's a kid from up at uh, just over the Murray border. So he's in... uh, in that strip uh, that is not tied up with the, the Giants. So he's in the open draft and has had a fantastic year. He's a key defender, 198 centimetres. He was your MVP for the Allies. Okay, we're talking all Allies mm. here, but thank goodness he's in the open draft and had, had a great year playing for the Murray Bush Rangers. Super athletic and just improved out of sight. Can stand on, can stand on their shoulders, uh, but also uses the ball so well. Uh, this young athletic fellow has been uh, a standout player this year and one of the, the biggest improvers that we've seen uh, right across the nation in the way he's played. So uh, he's uh, number one. Your number two guy was uh, 
was uh, Caleb Windsor. Yep. Now, he's a speedy winger, one of the quickest players in the draft. He's an outside player, but uh, plays that role perfectly. Uh, he's from the Eastern Rangers, Vic Metro boy. Uh, and, yeah, that blistering speed is his great weapon, and uh, he showed that very consistently this year at national level and playing uh, out there at the Eastern Rangers. So you've got speed on the wing or you've got the key defender. So mm. Tommy being an Adelaide supporter shifter is uh, very excited <laughs> with a couple of picks in the, in the top 20 for the Crows, but the rivals just down the road at Alberta, they've just got pick 73 in this year's draft. <laughs> now we see some flies each and every year. They're certainly out there. Yep. Robbie Gray at, uh, with pick 55. Luke Parker was another one that went late in the draft. There's always diamonds that you can find late. Oh, I know it might be hard to name a couple, but uh, in this year's draft, there's certainly some that Hawk potentially could find later in the draft. Well, they'll get they'll get a good one. There's there's no doubt. Like history, the draft history. We're up to 38 years now, Bryce, uh, of drafting. So there's a fair bit of history there. You can go back to James Hurd in the 70s. Uh, they'd love to pluck a James Hurd back there. Yes, uh, Dane would. Swan, I think, was in the 50s. 50s. When well, you talk to Robbie Gray, what a career. Um, so there'll be there'll be hidden gems on the basis that they just haven't been. I suppose, fully seen at national level. They might have been injured during the year. Uh, a great one was Brian uh, was Brian Harris at the time, Brian Lake, uh, taken, I reckon, in the 70s back of the Super Draft. I'll never forget being across at the Combine over there in SA. This is the state-level Combine. And the Western Bulldogs making some inquiries about sleep apnea, which, uh, which Brian had suffered at the time. And uh, and the doctor explained that, yeah, that's treatable and that can be correct, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, the Bulldogs tucked that away, uh, knowing that that game that they'd seen earlier in the year, that super game he played, before he started to get to sleep apnea, it was the one that he could potentially reproduce as an AFL player down the track. So that was that vital piece of the puzzle that probably others uh, weren't aware of, that, uh, that they, un- uh, they dug up and found that unearthed a bloke that end up being a Norm Smith medalist. So um, you just have to work hard to get those late picks. We'll throw in a kid, look, a kid called Kane McCall, I've not been talked about yeah. when you look at all the, the top uh, the top 30s around the minute, but he's one of SA's best young young prospects. And uh, when you look at the detail, he, he's a strongly built boy, very good at uh, stoppage and, and had a pretty solid year for SA at under 18 level in nationals. Uh, but then at, uh, at the combine, his speed, he was up in the elite top five in Australia. You don't see that in the way he plays at the minute. I think there's some untapped ability there. He's got some real power. Um, he's a competitive beast too. He tackles them really strongly. Um, so he just pushes himself up, I think, with, uh, with that sort of performance uh, that you d- didn't see coming from a boy that... Um, yeah, I think it's got massive upside with the, the physical development put into a full-time program. So we'll look out for him on draft night. Yep, that's Kane McCaller from North Adelaide and Central Augusta. Um, just uh, continuing on from the combine, obviously every every lad wants to put their, their best foot forward and you know test really well. It's not the be-all and end-all, but it certainly uh, no. you know gives you a, a great starting point. Were, were there some bolters in, in the, the national testing that, that really just caught a few uh, recruiters by surprise and, and tested really well because if you can do that, mm. it can certainly you know hold you in good stead leading into the draft. Yeah, I'll tell you what it does. When you do test well, they'll scramble back and look at your tape again, won't they? They'll review their thinking about you to see if they've got it accurate um, because they, they will have predetermined thoughts on 
where your rank in the draft, which is strengths and weaknesses, this means that this guy will, you know, he he will look fantastic at the club should we choose him because of his athletic ability. That will stand out straight away, uh, and maybe that will transfer into being uh, suitable to play at the elite AFL level. Kit Kuldo Driscoll was very good. His brother's at Freo, Nathan. Uh, his sister mm-hmm. Emma, I think, is there too. So it's a very well-known family over that way. Young Aiden. Um, he actually come in, and this is against probably the, the trend of a few others, reported to the doctor, and he had some a little bit of a back issue and uh, and could have been ruled out from the testing, but was mad keen to do it. No, look, I'll overcome that. It's a niggle. Uh, and he has then blown him away in the, both the speed and the endurance, that the elite in both categories. And that pitches him in, you know, to say, let's have a good hard look at this boy for sure. Um, so that's how elite his speed and endurance was. He's gone back home two weeks later, and he's actually got a little stress fracture in the back, so he'll <laughs> have a month or so off. So he wasn't trying to hide, and, you know, you, you, you get a few that uh, are probably ruled out and being very conservative by not uh, putting it on the line, but just you admire this kid that uh, he took his opportunity, he showed what he can do, and it just pitches him as a bit of a chance to, to get drafted now through that uh, brilliant performance. And did uh, did well in the standing and vertical jump, just looking at the yeah. results shifter. So, he's yeah, he's done extremely well if he's uh, got a bit of a stress in the back. Hopefully he recovers well after that. Um, yeah, well, they'll be well-managed, all these boys. Um. Early in the year, just from a South Australian viewpoint, uh, Ashton Moyer was touted as a top five, top tenner, and then he's kind of drifted out now. Um, can you tell us about Ashton Moyer, why he's kind of drifted, what assets he has, and anyone else we could look out for from South Australia? Yeah, Ashton's an interesting one. And look, not everyone has a dominant draft year. doesn't happen um, for all sorts of different reasons. And I know with Moyer that, he did have a hip issue that really worried him through the, that April-May period and uh, missed some games with it, but it was a niggling issue for him. So just uh, not being free of that, couldn't play at his absolute best. His absolute best we've seen last year, his 17th year with his, uh, his goal kicking. He's unique in that, uh, whether it's right or left, he's just as good on either side. Not many boys are like that. Beautifully balanced player. He, he tested at the combine, tested quite quick. Three seconds dead for his 20, but he's he can even be quicker than that. Uh, got a lovely jump on him too. So he's a medium forward. Uh, might play up the ground at various times, but one that uh, really just didn't play at his best this year. Uh, but they've still got enormous attributes that could see him on an AFL list. And yeah, I think he's still drafted, but uh, goes a bit later than they might have been speculating when they seen him in his 17th year. Okay, so a few injury niggles there for Ashton. So that's actually good to hear that he's um, had a couple of hurdles that's been holding him back, and that's not his pure form. So, Shifter, that was a comprehensive uh, piece of coverage on the draft there. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time. We absolutely love it. And good luck to the Crows there. That uh, See if they can turn those picks. What did you say they were? They're currently... 10, 14, and 20. Wow, 10, 14, and 20, probably pushing out by two or three spots, each of them, but they might have a yep. hand that can even jump up a bit higher, put two of those together and get into five, something like that. Might be if they want to get Sanders, for instance. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trade up. I think you'll be in the top half a dozen. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is their goal, they've said. So, yeah, hopefully they can get up. And uh, I hear Porter looking to put pick 76 and a future fourth rounder together to get up to pick 60. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, but have a lovely Saturday, Kevin. All the best, then, Tom Bryce. Thanks, Thanks for having us.
Enjoyed the chat. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Shifter. Wow, he really is, as you say, the grandfather. The godfather. Of the godfather. Of the draft. He's, yeah. a, he's an absolute star and, and one of the, as I mentioned before, one of the, the, the best nicest mm. people you could ever meet in yeah. footy. He's an absolute ripper. He he is a great bloke. And uh, I just loved that. Like, I, you know, I get off on the draft stuff. So that, that was, I was just like a little kid during that conversation. Great insight from Kevin Shifter Sheen. We got to get to a break. We are coming to you from number one, King William Street, which is powered by Lumo Energy SA. It's 9.50. And up next is our sports wrap from around the world. Producer Jace is, uh, he's ready to go.